0: Hello and welcome to Efficiency Rocks, a podcast for anyone looking to make their home more organized, increase self-sufficiency, save money, and still have energy for things you love. I'm your host, Roxanne. I work a full-time job, and just like you, I want to enjoy a well-kept home, engage social life, and focus on my health and wellness. So I'm bringing you what I've learned and am still learning To help all of us keep life flowing and efficient. Let's get started. I have a friend who has replaced their vacuum twice thinking it was no longer working. That's two machines each over a hundred dollars in under two years. I have another friend who spent $400 fixing their refrigerator and learned from the experience there was one maintenance routine that could have prevented the whole disaster. In today's episode, I'll talk through three no-cost tasks to incorporate into your routine in order to prevent disaster calls or panic purchases for your vacuum, dishwasher, and refrigerator. Let's start with the vacuum. For $0, regularly cleaning your rollers, canister, and filter, will help maintain the effectiveness of your machine and increase its longevity. This saves you money each time you use it and in the long run. The rollers are what dig into your carpet and help lift things up and away. If the rollers are all tangled with hair and string, they actually won't turn as fast and they won't be as powerful. So there won't be as much bristle to actually dig in. Here's what you need to do. Unplug your vacuum and flip it over. Pop out the rollers gently because you don't want to bend them on accident either. And using a pair of scissors, gently cut away the rolled up hair. I say gently because I want you to avoid accidentally cutting any of your bristles short. And again, you don't want to accidentally bend the roller. Pro tip do this while standing over the garbage can. The collection bin is where all the dirt actually goes when the rollers have picked it up off the floor. So these are what gets sucked into the vacuum, right? And it goes into a little collection bin or canister. Don't skimp on emptying out the bin frequently. This is by far the easiest of these maintenance tasks to do. There is a fill line on those canisters for a reason, they say like max capacity. They're there for a reason, and I promise it has nothing to do with getting you to buy more bins. Just empty directly into the trash and then wipe out the canister with a damp microfiber cloth. Finally, we come to the filter. If you have a reusable filter, Rinse and dry it completely before placing back in the vacuum. Uh, If it's damp when it goes in, high likelihood that you're going to get mold after a couple of days. When it comes to the reusable filters, they aren't indefinitely reusable. So make sure to take note from the manufacturer how many times they actually recommend cleaning it and be sure to add that to your maintenance calendar. I'll talk more about what maintenance calendars are in a future episode. If you have a replaceable filter, one that isn't rinseable, replace it if and only if it needs replacing. These also have a lifetime on them. And if there's still life on that filter, keep reusing it it doesn't do you any good to waste money on changing a filter more often than necessary if it's still effective. Finally, if it's time to replace a roller or a filter, you can do so for less than $50. But like I said, at the beginning of this segment, um, the more diligent you are about maintaining these pieces, cleaning your rollers, emptying out your bin, and maintaining your filters. Um, the less likely you are to need to actually replace them, okay? So go as long as you can without actually replacing these items, and you'll go even longer without needing to replace the entire machine. My dishwasher is an integral part of my lifestyle, and I put that thing to work. But I've learned to give it a little love, too. If you notice dishes aren't coming out as clean as they used to, or you have water in the bottom of the, t- bottom of the tub after running a load, before you make a frustrated call to your handyman, see if the filter and glass trap need some love. The dishwasher has a self-cleaning filter, but it still gets gunky over time, especially with things that are sticky or a bit too big for the filter itself. In case you've ever wondered about the doodads at the bottom of your basin, one is the spray arm and beneath that is a filter and inside the filter or kind of nestled in it is a glass trap and large things get stuck. Those are things that shouldn't be going into your pipes. So really, you're welcome. If you are a daily dishwasher user, which I definitely am, some days I actually use it multiple times a day. Those are my heavy cook days. Um, But if you're a regular dishwasher user, I recommend doing this once a week. Pull out the spray arm, filter, and the glass trap. Give everything a good scrub, then replace it, and run the washer on a short, hot cycle with a little baking soda and vinegar inside. Also, don't forget, your dishwasher dumps water through your garbage disposal if you have one. Everything's connected there underneath your sink. So be sure that you're flushing out and keeping the garbage disposal clean too because that's how your dishwasher drains. So if your disposal is gunked up, your dishwasher is going to drain really slowly. If you've ever walked by the dishwasher or by your sink rather and seen water like bubbling up from the bottom of your sink while you're running the dishwasher, that's because it's not draining fast enough Through the garbage disposal. By the way, a replacement dishwasher will cost you upwards of $300 plus the installation, plus the removal of the old machine. Plus, you're limited in your options of machines based on the height of your countertops. So, if the height of your countertop is not super common for whatever reason, you're going to have a lot of fun replacing your countertops if you can't find a machine that suits your needs. If that doesn't motivate you to take out those little pieces once a week and give them a rinse, I don't know what will. At the introduction of this episode, I mentioned the friend who spent $400 fixing their fridge. Well, that scenario could have been prevented by cleaning out their fridge coils. I actually didn't know about this tip until this disaster happened to them. So sorry it happened, but appreciate the new learning. Fridge coils are part of the cooling mechanism of this appliance, And there's a little a little fan that works alongside these coils. But they're exposed to external air. They're either at the bottom of your fridge or the back of it. If you've ever moved a refrigerator, you've probably seen just how much stuff ends up back there. And I, some of the things, I don't even know how they got back there in the first place. Every year, You need to clean these coils. Eventually, they can get so gunked up that the motor actually struggles to cool them. And the motor is what breaks. If you think about it, a motor running more often than it should or working harder than it needs to is actually costing you more money every single day in your utility costs, not just when it finally breaks down on you. So here's what you do. Gently pull out your fridge and unplug it. Pull it all the way from the wall or out of the corner and expose the coils. Like I said, this is either going to be at the back of the fridge or underneath it. If it's underneath it, there's going to be like an access panel that you might need to unscrew in order to reach the coils. Make sure it's unplugged. Using your vacuum attachments and a clean paintbrush, Gently clean out the coils and the fan. That doesn't cost you anything more than the electricity to run the vacuum. If you want to, you can purchase a coil cleaning brush from the hardware store. They're under $10. In fact, they're closer to 5 This will help get a bit more out of the bends and the corners of the coils. The brush kind of looks like a pipe cleaner that you might have used in grade school crafting. Or there are other brushes that look like a teeny tiny Christmas tree. They're uh, a cone brush. But make sure you're getting one that's actually suited to the size of the coils that you're working with. So there you have it. Three things you can do to increase efficiency in the home save money, and even prevent disaster. If you enjoyed today's content, please take a moment to subscribe and ensure you don't miss upcoming episodes where I will continue to share more tips and tricks to help manage this thing we call life. This has been Roxanne with Efficiency Rocks. I'll catch you in the next episode.